The Women Like You podcast would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional owners of the land on which we walk. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Women Like You. This is the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Sarah. I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab. I'm an audio producer and journalist. And we finally figured out how to exercise regularly. Without any fitness fads or quick fix boot camps and without smashing ourselves for three weeks and then giving up. Oh yeah, we have a long track record of that. (laughs) (laughs) We want to help you with your health and fitness too because the research shows that one in two Australian adults aren't doing enough physical activity and women are doing even less physical activity than men. We know that a sedentary lifestyle can lead to things like heart disease, dementia and type 2 diabetes. So we want to help you create an exercise habit that is small, but achievable and sustainable. So on this episode, we're going to do a little bit of a reset. This is our 10th episode, and it's usually around this time that Sarah and I lose all motivation for exercise and and go back to our sloth life. So today, we're going to take you back to basics with the key tips and tricks that helped us to build our daily exercise habit. Exercise habit... So the challenge that we set last week was to take stock of all of the little incidental exercise that you do across the day, across your week, you know, make a little note of something that's just incidental exercise that that um, women like you and I who uh, tend to be perfectionists or, you know, tend to be really hard on ourselves, we often don't we don't we don't count that as exercise we don't think those little things count as exercise because you know like we've been taught and it, you know we've had it drummed into us exercise needs to be for 45 minutes to an hour we need to be sweating we need, it needs to yeah, feel it needs awful, to you know. be happen in a specific location it needs to be you need to be you know, wearing very, certain clothes and yeah, yeah yeah you know using certain equipment so so we set a little challenge to say hey you know like let's take a step back let's just look look at where that incidental exercise is happening acknowledge it and pat yourself in the back because you are often doing exercise when you don't even think that you are. So on those really hard days where life is really busy, really stressful, where you have a lot of demands in your time, um, you know, sometimes it's okay just to go, well, you know what, I, I, I did walk, you know, I walked the stairs at the station twice or, you know, I, I grabbed the groceries from the car and it was a huge load today and, you know, that sort of, it was really hard and I, and I can feel my arms hurting today because of it, you know, so that was kind of the challenge. Yeah, um, chalk that up. Chalk that up to exercise. How did you go with your uh, daily sort of incidental exercise tracker? Honestly, I reckon at the moment, incidental exercise is probably one of the biggest chunks of exercise that I actually do. And it's, it's incidental in the sense that, you know, it's also me getting to work or it's also me buying my groceries. Um, But I note that it, I've sort of been thinking that it is, it's a choice to incorporate some of that incidental exercise in. It's a choice to leave the car at home and 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 walk. Um, so I have, as I mentioned to you a little while ago, this year um, I I just love going for, for walks. Obviously, our ability to go on those crazy big hikes that my husband and I were doing has uh, has stopped because of because of the lockdown rules and those 
um, hikes that we were taking were outside of our lockdown area. Yeah, you, but, like what are we, 5K radius yeah, or whatever it is? Five, we can't, 5Ks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. can't clock up um, your 30K <laughs> long leisurely around just, Sydney walks. Just me just doing circles of my neighbourhood essentially. <laughs> um, so I have definitely still been making an effort to leave the car at home and walk to the train station for work each day. And so that's about probably 1.5, 2Ks from home to the train station. That's awesome. Which obviously happens in reverse again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I always, always take the stairs at the station now. And you have, always- your, your train station it like has a shit ton of stairs. Like this is, I've, I've seen the stairs. I haven't counted them, but it would be like, it'd be a couple of hundred, I reckon. Um, you even run up them. So, I mean, obviously, you yeah. know, you're only a couple of weeks post-op, so you probably shouldn't be running up them at the moment. But oh, you, I'm you, definitely that, not running up them <laughs> at the moment. Prior to that, you were like, yeah, literally running up multiple flights of stairs. And I'm talking like, you know, maybe like four or five big chunky sets of stairs, yeah, not just like yeah, a couple of- four or five, four or five. Um, and so I've been making a conscious decision at the end of each day, because these are the stairs- up and out of the uh, out of the train station at the end of my day, um, I've just been making that choice to always take the stairs. Look, it doesn't take me very long to do. You know, it's five minutes or something up the stairs, but I do it every single day now, um, and that totally counts. Mm. It, it counts as my you know it counts as my exercise. And if I've done nothing else that day, and I've got a bit of energy, then I'll run up those stairs and then that totally counts as my exercise for yeah, the day. You, you know, like a few episodes ago, well, quite a few episodes ago, we talked about um, the seven-minute workout and um, you actually also found some data on like the one-minute workout and how, you know, doing like even even less but really high intensity. Um, yes. Is, yeah. Actually, the, the science shows that that's just as effective as, you know, longer, more traditional forms of exercise. And that that just that was a, a game changer for me because if I can do something that is meaningful, I can tick it off my list to say that I've actually done some form of exercise today. But if I can get that done in a minute, then hey, I'm signing up for that. Totally. And also you have to do it anyway because you are catching the train to and from work. <laughs> so you know, so yeah. you've you've just easily kind of slotted it into your daily routine anyway. And that means that it's something that's much more achievable for you to do. That's right. And again, I know again. that every time I get to the top of those stairs, I will get a little juicy hit of dopamine because, you know, you've you've achieved something that you set out to do. So again, any of these little little bits that you can tick off in your in your momentum app that you talked about one week or just mentally tick it off every time you manage the smallest amount of incidental exercise, it still counts. Chalk that stuff up. Yeah, give me my dopamine hit. Dopamine. Um, I actually thought it would be hard to get incidental exercise into my day, given that I'm working from home. Working from home, I don't. Yeah, it's that that makes it so much tougher. Yeah, so I, you know, I don't even have the walk to the train station or the walk to work. Um, it, I, to be honest, I, I don't. I, I reckon my watch would say that I do about a hundred steps a day just around the apartment. Like I'm not even going outside. Where you know we're organising our groceries to be delivered. Um, it's you know a, a walk to the balcony and and back is basically as much as I'm getting. So I actually was like, this is going to be hard for me to find any incidental exercise. Um, 
And then I stopped and actually really had a look at my day. And I have a standing desk now for work, which um, I am absolutely loving. And so for at least two days of this week, I did probably eight to 10 hours, eight to 10 hour days. And I was standing at my desk for that entire time. That's and incredible. Even if I didn't move, if I just stood still for that 10 hours, that's I'm still standing up. It's still uh, not that oh, sedentary lifestyle it's of sitting. To- it's totally different to sitting on your ass all day. Yeah, absolutely. And, but the other thing is because I am standing up, I mean, it's rare that I'm literally standing stock still. When I'm standing up, because my job involves music, I'm often moving, um, I'm, I'm moving around. When I'm in meetings, you know, video meetings and stuff like that, I'm kind of, you know, stepping from side to side. I'm, I'm, there is actually quite a bit of movement just from standing at my standing desk. Um, so that's definitely something that I've been counting. Um, on one of the days we moved a bunch of furniture, did a bit of a um, spring cleaning and we moved stuff, you know, from our apartment down into our storage cage in the car park and, and back up again. And, you know, oh, I that really, definitely counts. Yeah, I, I really felt it the next day, like my arms and, you know, my, like my legs were sore from sort of squatting motion. Um, and so I was like, well, I guess that's incidental exercise, isn't it? <laughs> so, you know, just all these little things that hadn't even occurred to me. Um, yeah, they, they absolutely count. They do. They do count. I think, yeah, you you have to make a little bit of a decision to to actively incorporate as much of these little incidental movements into your day. Like you have to make a decision that you're going to buy a standing desk or that you're going to actually use your standing desk for standing because I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that sit at their standing desks. Um, <laughs> you have to do you, – you do have to make a little bit of a choice there. But these can be really tiny little incremental bits of movement in your day. They don't have to be massive and they do add up. And if you're really time poor, count your incidental exercise. It's it's not cheating, it's moving and moving is good. So we are 10 episodes in to Woo-hoo! the Women Like You podcast, something that you and I I'm could, so proud of yeah, us. Yeah, like literally could not have imagined. Um, especially, you know, when we when we started the the pod, you know, life was okay again. Life had resumed to some well, for Australia, some element of normal, and then boom, lockdown. <laughs> Bang, we're back. We're back in lockdown. But it's um it's been actually really lovely to at least spend this time with you each week, Gab. Yeah, we can't see each other, but we can hear each other. And, you know, like I, I, I loved the times in the early episodes that we would spend together in the studio recording, you know, face to face, kind of, you know, like bouncing off each other's energy. Um, we've had to adapt as as the world has um, and, and do this a bit differently. We, we, Yeah, we can't see each other. We're kind of talking to each other over this thing called the internet. Um, How good will it be when we can see oh each other God. again, though. I'm so looking forward to it. It's just you're. We're literally going to explode out I'm of the podcast. Head the button. hell out of you. <laughs> oh, giant hugs, giant hugs. That first episode back in the studio together is just going to sound. It's going to be so wild. manic. Yeah. <laughs> just us screaming and squealing. Oh my God, we're together. Oh, anyway, well, look, we thought you know, ten episodes in, huge effort. We're so happy um, with how this is going and we hope you are too but we thought it might be a nice time to kind of stop reset and and go back over some of the territory that we've covered in the last 10 eps because sarah this is the time that you and i would would probably fall off the wagon for want of a better 
expression, oh, yeah. you know, a couple We're of months at in. At the end of our 10-week challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, end of the 10-week challenge or a couple of months in and the, and the motivation has completely died off. Um, you know, again, we would always be very results-driven. So uh, if we weren't seeing things like weight loss or changes in physique or, you know, fitness um, gains or anything like that, we would we would absolutely just give up and stop exercising. And so... <laughs> and, and if this had been um, sort of in our, in our older days when we were, you know, paying for gym memberships and then the gyms all had to close because of lockdown, well, I would have definitely just used that as an excuse to stop exercising altogether. Absolutely. Despite the fact that I probably wouldn't have been going to that gym at that stage anyway. But now I've got lockdown to say I should feel better about myself. (laughs) I can't do it. Lockdown. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, so we thought, you know, let's let's go back over some of the territory that we've covered um, and have a look at some of our kind of, you know, favourite moments from the, the past few episodes just to kind of reset um, and, and bring some of those ideas back to the front of our minds um, just to help kind of keep things on track. Um, so for you, I guess, you know, the, the, the biggest thing and where this all started was was building a habit. Habits, baby. It's all about habits for me. And that might not be the process for everybody, but for me, it was about incorporating the habit. I I just think that adding exercise into your life is always going to be hard when you're super busy. And we are, we're busy women. Um, Just knowing that you should be exercising doesn't mean that it's easy to become the sort of person who actually works out every day. Mm. So I, yeah, my, my number one reminder to myself was always let's just create the habit first and optimize that habit once the habit is already established. So for me, um, my initial habit when we very first started out on this journey, probably 18 months ago or something like that, I wanted to I wanted to become a person that did yoga. So my initial habit was every morning to get straight on the yoga mat. Um, and and I think often just showing up was the was the hardest part. Um, this concept of habits really came to uh, came to us through a brilliant book by an author called James Clear called Atomic Habits. Um, and uh, and there's a couple of really key quotations from that book that I still come back to day after day. Um, the first quotation is that we don't rise to the level of our goals; we fall to the levels of our systems. So. If you want to be the sort of person who exercises every day, just setting a big goal is not going to get you there. That's Mm. the mistake that I had been making decade after decade. If you want to be the person that exercises every day, you need to build that exercise into your day in a systematic way. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like don't join a gym that's too far away from where you live or where you work because that's too hard. You're not going to get there. Um, you know, systems like, you know, having your making sure your exercise gear is, is um, you know, set aside in a pile ready that's for you it. just I'd to be, pick up and I'd be wearing my exercise gear to bed the night mm. before or you would have your, you know, your sneakers and your exercise gear ready to go at the door so that there was no extra excuses that I could put in 
in in my way of actually getting active. Yeah, and you know, just making sure that the the, the systems that you have in place, the things that you are choosing, are achievable, um, and things that you can repeat. You know, so yeah, don't join the boot camp that's at five thirty in the morning if you're not a morning person, or you're always going to struggle to get there at that time. Um, you know, don't join the the weird uh, yoga lighties class or whatever it is at, at eight o'clock at night if that's just the worst possible time for you or your family. Um, don't tell yourself that you're going to go for a forty five minute run every day before work if you absolutely <laughs> hate running. Like and, just, and you don't have forty five minutes and you don't have forty five minutes. <laughs> because because you are setting yourself up for failure. That's and then it. how do we how do we feel when we fail? We feel like shit. We feel like so shit. We stop, we don't continue exercising. We stop and then we blame ourselves rather mm. than having kind of a look at the underlying systems that just simply weren't in place to begin with. So definitely habit first, make it easy make it repeatable. A habit is something that needs to be repeated, otherwise it's not a habit. So make it easy, make it repeatable, make it something that you can get done in, in two minutes and uh, and then that habit can be optimised down the down the track. The other quote from uh, from Atomic Habits that I absolutely love and I say it in my brain many, many times a day is that you get what you repeat. Yes. I love it. I just love it. I really like this for two reasons. One, it lets me off the hook when I'm too tired, too sore, too busy to get a workout in because ultimately I'm working out more days than I'm not these days. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm moving in some meaningful way more days than I'm not. So essentially what I'm going to get is the benefit of repeating exercise each day. Yep. Um, so on the days that I can't do it, I no longer kind of feel guilty or feel bad for, for for skipping it because ultimately I'm not repeating not exercising, I'm actually repeating exercising if, if that kind of makes any sense. Um, the other way that I really like the you get what you repeat concept um, is that it if you're even only doing a tiny, tiny bit, if you are doing that repeatedly, you will still get the rewards from that. So on the days that I don't have any time, if I do yeah, if I do the the one minute stairs at the at the train station, or if I do five push ups, if I'm doing that consistently enough, I know that at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, I'm going to be a little bit stronger, a little bit fitter, a little bit healthier, a little bit less sedentary, and and so even if it's um what I would previously have deemed to be a minuscule amount of exercise. Mm. If I'm doing that repeatedly, it still counts. And, it really uh, does. and I feel good about that now. I go, oh, well, I did five push-ups before I went to work today. Yeah, and Big all deal. this. Like it's not a, it's, you wouldn't necessarily call that a workout, but if I'm doing it repeatedly, I'll get what I repeat. Yeah, and it does make and, a difference. And that makes me feel, it just makes me feel a hell of a lot better. Yeah, plus all those little dopamine hits you've gotten, you know, every single day for a month. At the end of that month, you know, like you're in a much better space mentally because of those tiny little moments than you would have been if you hadn't have done those things. And I can do a pretty decent push-up now. It's yeah, you can. This is so good. It's not because I'm doing hundreds of them. I'm doing, like, I'm, I'm doing yoga most days and, you know, a handful of push-ups here and there. But I would have thought, if I'd have looked at the situation 18 months ago, I would have thought that the only way that I could become a person that does heaps of push-ups is by doing heat, well, heaps of push-ups, to, yeah. To become a person that's good at doing push-ups would mean that I would have to flog myself to do them. But the reality is that if you just do something small and repeat it enough times, you will get the positive outcome. 
Yeah, and I think the biggest thing um, to come off the back of that, you get what you repeat, is you, you can really apply that to anything in your life, to saving money, to eating healthy, to to you know, um, you know, do, like, infinitely apply work, that to like, eating healthy. Yeah, you know, you get what you repeat. You know, if you if you're making the the same good consistent choices as tiny as they might be, you. That, that all compounds. And the other big thing I think for you and I, and it's a big reminder at this point, um, and we keep harping on about it, is, you know, we've got to get out of that mindset of exercising to lose weight because, A, that is goal-focused and it's very easy to give up on a goal because you don't see the results fast enough so you stop exercising and that's one of the big things that, you know, you and I have done over and over and over again in our life and, and that's the reason why setting up the habit was actually the thing that made us consistently exercise but you need to yeah get rid of that idea of exercise to lose weight um, because it's the thing that we're talking about here with getting what you repeat putting in just a little bit every day even if it doesn't seem like a lot it all counts you may not see any results at all for decades some of the stuff the choices that you're you know making now about your health and fitness you won't reap any rewards until years down the track but that's the reason why we should do them is because we're exercising for our health. We're exercising for our future, you know, to stave off things like heart disease, diabetes, dementia, you know, making sure that we're able to be mobile in our later years of life, you know. that Yeah, we're, that we can actually enjoy, enjoy our later years yes. of life. You know, so it's, it's yeah. you know, you get what you it's repeat. It's the superannuation you theory. Do. Yes, this, <laughs> I love the superannuation theory. You know, you're not going to touch that money for decades, but it's still there. It's still compounding interest. It's still growing slowly, um, you know, in the background, out of sight, out of mind, but it's happening. So even, you know, so that's the key is. It is really hard to unpack this idea of not exercising for weight loss, though, because we have been conditioned mm. to to think that we are better when we are smaller, that we are better when we are a certain size or a certain shape or look good in a certain style of jeans or a certain bikini. Like these are decades and decades of like systematic conditioning. So mm. it's, it, it's you know, you can't just click your fingers and, and completely change that headspace. But just try to realise that you are absolutely perfectly worthy, perfectly beautiful all of the aesthetic stuff doesn't really matter. We're doing this for good health. Yes. Um, one of the other things that I loved from um, uh, the you know first 10 episodes that we've done together, well, this is episode 10, um, was when we looked at the data of how much exercise you actually need to do, uh, because I think for so long we've, we've always had that kind of, as, you know, Bridget said to us, uh, one of our listeners, Bridget said, you know, um, that she's always had that kind of exercise snobbery idea where, you know, yeah, unless you're working for 45 minutes, working out for 45 minutes you, and it, you're sweating and you're huffing and you're puffing that it's not, that, it, you know, you're not doing enough. And I think we've always had this idea of exercise that it's big and scary and that you have to go to the gym for hours every day in order to, to be f a fit person. So we kind of dug into the research about how much exercise you actually need to do. And it's a lot more achievable than you think. Current Department of Health um, guidelines recommend a minimum of 150 to 300 minutes of moderate exercise a week. So at an absolute bare minimum, 150 minutes equals 22 minutes a day. Get um, your 22. 22. That, that's all it is. And, you know, that's moderate exercise. So that's just, you know, 
brisk walking, uh, you know, cycling at moderate speeds, social tennis, um, roller skating, uh, dancing. You know, there's there's all these things that you can do that would be considered moderate activity. Um, and if you just get 22 minutes a day, and if you can't get 22 minutes every day, you can kind of put some of those minutes into, you know, one of the days where you might have a little more time. So maybe one day you might do more like a 40-minute walk um, because today you could only get sort of five, 10 minutes in. It doesn't have to be every single day. You can kind of spread that out across a week. But at its absolute simplest form, 22 minutes a day is all you need to do. You can also kind of do even less if you make it more vigorous intensity activity. So, you know, the the guidelines for vigorous activity, I know that we talked about vigorous lovemaking <laughs> vigorous before we lovemaking. actually recorded this episode, um, it's, it's 75 to, to 150 minutes of, you know, higher intensity activity. So, you know, things like running, that kind of stuff. Um, so you could conceivably, like for your, for your 22 minutes, you could go for an 11 minute run. Yeah, an 11-minute power walk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you went it doesn't it- have to be exactly 22 or 150. These are, you know, these are guidelines. Um, and, and remember all of the incidental stuff that we were talking about before mm. as well. It that, adds up. That adds into your 22 minutes as well. For sure. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, if you know that on a day you're only going to get um, you know, 10 minutes to, to get some walking in, just make that a more intense walk. Make it a power walk as opposed to you know, kind of a brisk uh, walk. Make it slightly uh, slightly higher in intensity. Done. Boom. Um, and and the, the one of the one of my favorite things that you and I have kind of developed together um, over the our time trying to turn from exercise sloths into women who work out regularly, one of the little tools, one of my favorite things that we do is we use the out of ten rule. I just love this so much. And I still <laughs> fall back on this on a weekly basis yes. when I'm struggling. And it really, really helps. Yeah. And you know what? It's 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 such a good tool for those days when, you know, you might say to yourself the night before, oh, I really want to go for a good solid walk tomorrow. I really want to, you know, I've got, I've got a bit of time. I really want to put in, you know, like a 45 minute walk or I really want to go for a half hour run or, you know, I want to get a higher intensity um, workout in tomorrow. And then you get to tomorrow and you're like, oh, I feel like shit I'm and so I'm so tired. tired. And actually, you know what? All that time I thought I had has disappeared. You know, you, yep. you, you reassess, you reevaluate and you use the out of 10 rule. So the out of 10 rule is before you even think about doing some form of exercise, you ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how much energy do I have right now? And then you pick a workout that suits that level of energy. And, and yeah, this, this is, is brilliant. It's, yeah. it's so, it's so practical. And I think uh, women like practical tools and it's uh, yeah, it's so practical. So if you, if you wake up and you are a zero out of 10, like you you have a migraine, your body is sore, you're completely fatigued. You feel like the truck has run over you. Don't push yourself. Do a little bit of meditation maybe. Have a, have a crack at five minutes of deep breathing. Don't push yourself because you won't enjoy it. You'll end up hating it and you probably won't want to sign up to do exercise again the next day. So if you're a zero out of 10, you get to take a break. Do nothing. If you're a one to four, you know, you wake up and you kind of got a little more than zero, but not a whole lot more to give. That's yeah, a, I'm a one to four today. Me too. Um, that, that's a that's a gentle stretching kind of day. That's that's some really light yoga, um, a very relaxed walk, you know, pop some relaxed m- music on, some, some softer tunes, go for a stroll. That's not a day where you should 
be getting yeah, sweaty that's a, at all. That's a short walk with the dog kind yes. of a day. Yeah. You could, uh, yeah, you're not even getting a sweat on, really. If you wake up and you're a five to seven out of 10, you know, you've got a little bit more energy. You're actually probably feeling pretty good. Then that's the day to do some moderate exercise. So maybe some moderate brisk walking, even, you know, some gentle running or some cycling, maybe some swimming, you know, that at a five to seven, you might think about doing a bodyweight circuit or, you know, pushing yourself a little bit harder in a in a more intermediate yoga or Pilates um, session. So when you're five to seven, that's that's pretty decent energy. Capitalise on it. Yeah. That's Make the, the most that, of it when you've got that energy there. Yeah. That's the day when you could absolutely do your 22 minutes of of moderate walking. That's a good 22 minute And you'll probably enjoy day. it mm. because you feel okay. Mm. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, if you have one of those rare days, I can't remember the last time this happened for I don't, me. I was, just looking, <laughs> I was just thinking I don't remember the last time I felt an eight or a nine. But if you do wake up an eight or a nine, or not even when you wake up, it's, you know, you just, you're about to put your shoes on or put your gear on and, and you're, you're thinking about what kind of exercise you might be able to do. If you're an eight or a nine, that is the day to optimize your exercise habit. That is when you capitalize on that energy that you miraculously have. That is your interval or speed running, you're steaming down the bike path with your power walking. That's when you would do a seven-minute um, workout, the high-intensity high intensity interval, interval training. training. Yep, you know, you could do some weight training on that day. You could do some really spicy yoga, Pilates, you know, the one where yeah, you're really going to feel the burn. Um, that's the day to do those types of workouts. They are rare. I just want to stress, I would say they probably come around at the moment once a month for me. I Yeah, I don't think I've had a, an eight or a nine kind of day since we've gone back into lockdown. No. I just definitely haven't. I've no. Been, I've been tired. I've been pretty happy if I make it to a seven. Yeah, totally. I mean, they do happen, like not not uh, yeah, not in lockdown times, but they do happen. And and when they do, it's like, cool, all right. I, and, and you feel like a freaking superstar after you do, you know, something a bit more spicy. You know, like there's a great Nike Run Club um uh, interval training, like a speed running guided run where it's 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 called Fartlek, which is just the most hilarious name ever. Because <laughs> it's called what now? Fartlek. Um, fartlek. It's, it's Fartlek training. It's it's like speed running, interval interval training um, where, you, you know, you, you basically, you're only running for 10 minutes or, ten, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. Um, but a lot of that is um, normal, moderate speeds, but then there'll be just short, sharp bursts of like sprinting. And I'm talking like Phoebe from Friends, limbs flailing, you know, <laughs> just like not a care in the world, sprinting as as fast as you can go. You might only be doing that for 15 seconds, um, but it's it, you might do that same interval, you know, eight or nine times. It's a great guided run to do. I've actually done it a few times myself and I've loved it every single time, but I guarantee you I have only ever done it on a day when I'm hitting an eight or nine and yeah, it's it's a rare, beautiful thing. So <laughs> cherish it when it happens, go hard, enjoy it, you know, feel amazing afterwards, but yeah, definitely don't be expecting to be doing that more than once every couple of weeks. And then if you wake up <laughs> and you are a 10 out of 10 with your energy levels and you just feel like you've got all of the energy in the world to do the most amazing, difficult, long exercise workout. Yep. We don't know who you are. We don't know who you are and we don't know why you're listening to this podcast. No. No. You've, you've found your way I've here never by met mistake. you. I'm definitely not you. And uh, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yeah, you can stop now. You can press pause and go on with your You're incredibly energetic off. life. You're just showing off. <laughs> but bottom line is match your workout to your current energy level. And that is the way that Sarah and I have managed to build a daily exercise habit that has that has actually stuck for more than a few weeks, you know, is is because we've we've created the habit first, the little two-minute hack. For you, it's been get up, get straight on the yoga mat. For me, get up, get straight into my exercise gear. And then we've repeated that every single day. And you get what you repeat. We, you get what you repeat. And we have then tailored our workouts to be you know we've we've tailored our workouts to suit how much energy we have on any given day and if which you, makes me feel a lot less guilty when yes. i have no energy and i only get a little bit of exercise in yes. i actually then feel really really proud of myself for doing anything at all because old me would have just skipped it yes and felt terrible about yourself and you know wallowed blamed for myself yep felt awful just yeah the worst until you could buy another expensive gym membership months down the track <laughs> exactly till i could sign up for a fad <laughs> oh so good um hey i want to play you something um really quite special i know that i've talked about her on every single episode so far so i thought yeah you know what i reckon episode 10 the reset episode it's probably about time that we actually got to meet her you've met her but um i want the women like you community to meet her too (laughs) she's a legend she is she is an exercise sloth just like us she's a busy working mum with a three-year-old uh so the challenge is always finding the time and finding the energy to exercise um but, but yeah, without further ado, I would I would like to introduce you uh, to someone very special in my life and just, you know, hear how she's been going building her exercise habit. Hi, I'm Elle. I'm Gab's sister-in-law. Uh, despite having managed to insert myself into every episode so far somehow, uh, I don't think I'm a model women like you listener because I don't have a two-minute habit. But I definitely have taken on board the walking for 22 minutes on average. Some days for me that's impossible because of my work schedule and family schedule. So I do more on other days. And I've also been getting back into doing a weekly dance class, a 23-minute dance class, which has been fun. I am a model listener, though, in that I do not have any goal to lose weight. That is kind of laughable to me at the moment because... You know, my thing that gets me through being in lockdown is having a delicious meal to look forward to or or something that I've, I've just put on a Harris Farm order. So that's not going to change. So I'm basically just trying to maintain an, a, a good level of fitness with the walking. Basically, my philosophy at the moment is just not to be too hard on myself and that, you know, if I could make it through each day having taught all the students I'm meant to and with a department that's not a complete bombsite and a fed and bathed child, then that's a win for me. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it so much. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> thank you so much, Eleanor. Oh, thank you, Elle. I, I know that I bang on about you every episode, um, but I'm so proud and I'm so happy. And you know what? Um, what I love about that is is taking the pressure off, you know, just hitting the 22 minutes when you can. Um, you know, if I if I get to the end of the day and I have an apartment that doesn't look like a bomb hit it, you know, a fed and clothed and fed and bathed child, um, you know, and I've taught all the students I need to teach, like all those little things, um, you know, it, it, we, we have so much, we put so much pressure on ourselves. We have such a tendency to, to look at some of those things and constantly feel like we're not doing enough, we're not good enough, we're not, we're not, um, 
that we're failing. And yeah, that we're not on top of everything. Yeah, and I think it's so good f- to hear a woman saying, you know what, you know, at, at, at the absolute bare minimum, if I'm if I'm hitting some hitting some um, walking, if I'm you know getting my work done, if I'm you know looking after my family, if I'm kind of keeping on on top of a little bit of life admin, whatever it is, I'm doing okay. That's enough. Yeah. That's absolutely actually more than enough. <laughs> it's more than it's more than enough, and I would and I would go as far as to say not only should uh, should we all take a leaf out of Elle's book in that we should just be a little bit kinder to ourselves when we don't have the time to get it all done, mm. but we should also absolutely be patting ourselves on the back when we have managed to fit that twenty two minute walk into a really really busy life. It's uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I love I love the idea of um, the twenty three minute dance session though. I'm assuming that's happening in the oh, lounge yeah. room. I at definitely the need to find out more information on this because <laughs> on this I would definitely like to have a go at that. Yes, um, and I I love that um, Elle stipulated that she's not working out to lose weight because at the moment in lockdown, some of her favorite things to do is to you know order something delicious, um, or you know you like get, order something delicious from the grocery store or order something delicious from a, a restaurant. That's amazing. And yes, those uh-huh. little things are so special at the moment um, because we can't go out and do them. Um, but, you know, there is something in there I want to pick you up on, Elle. Uh, you saying that you don't have a two-minute habit, I'm going to call bullshit because <laughs> you're you're doing your walking on most, if not all days. So there is a two-minute habit in there somewhere. That two-minute habit might be as simple as tying your shoelaces up, you know, putting your sneakers on, tying your shoe- shoelaces up or, um, you know, Making whatever. sure that you've got some clean clothes to... <laughs> Go for your twenty-two minute walk-in. Yeah, or, or you know, putting the key, the house keys in your pocket, or whatever it is. That there's a there's a little hack in there. If you're doing the same sort of thing every single day, there's probably a little habit that's happening just before that walk that you're doing. Um, that is actually a two minute habit. So you know, just to get t- pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you too. <laughs> Love you, Elle. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Um, let's let's definitely catch up when we're out of lockdown. Yes, I would like to see my niece again, uh, uh, in in you know in something other than picture form. Um, yeah, let's set a challenge for this week. We we mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, the Momentum app, which is something that I used, it's a free app. Momentum. That, yeah, Momentum. There is a you can get a paid option, but I never bothered with that. I didn't really need it. Um, yeah, download the free Momentum app, um, and set yourself a little challenge this week to do a little bit of something every day doesn't have to be a lot use the out of 10 rule some days it might just be two minutes of you know breathing or meditation um or light yoga or stretching you know maybe you've just got time to do five push-ups yep if you do your five push-ups tick tick tick. done so basically do a little bit of something every day this week and then give yourself that little green tick in the momentum app so that when we get to the end of this week you're going to look back on that grid that's that spicy juicy green grid of tick 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 and you're going to get that dopamine hit where you're like fuck yeah i am amazing i am a superwoman look at me go Women Like You podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you for listening and sharing our little pod. You can follow us on socials. Just search Women Like You podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gab. And on the next episode, we're going to talk about mental health and exercise. We all know that mental health is 
so important for us to look after and that exercise can help, but we're going to explain some of the mechanisms by which your exercise routine is actually helping to look after your brain. Mechanisms. Mechanisms. Momentum. Mechanistic. (laughs) Momentum. I love it. 